I'm your host, Fraser Bailey, and welcome to the VegUp Podcast, where we talk mindset, psychology, plant-based nutrition, lifestyle, and big dreams. So if you want to get your head in the game, level up, and become the best version of you, listen in. Let's go. The downstream effect. Guys, today I wanted to talk all about the cost of things. The downstream effect your decisions have on how they play out in the results in your life. This is such a powerful thing to contemplate, recognizing that every decision that we make, everything that we do has some degree of cost, whether we see that cost now or we see it downstream later on manifesting in a different form. And most people, this is how most people operate and think. They see the price of food. They see the price of coaching. They see the price of a gym membership. They see the price of these things that are preventative measures and their immediate reaction is cost. Their immediate reaction is, I can't afford that. That's too much. I cannot do that because the cost right now exceeds what I think the benefit is. And it's important to recognize and understand that if you have that perspective, you're actually paying a greater cost, but you're just paying it downstream in different forms. It goes through a metamorphosis and it appears in different areas of your life. So what does that look like? So we've had the odd comment sometimes from whether it's from family members or people that we know of, oh, well, those foods, look how much more that is compared to the one that the version that we get, whether it's a $5 sprouted loaf of bread versus generic white flour refined bread that might cost $1.50. And there is a different, there's an obvious cost there, right? Yet the amount of, or the lack thereof of medical bills, prescription pharmaceutical drugs, doctor's visits, high insurance premiums because someone is sick, those things are absent in our lives. We don't have a stack of pharmaceutical drugs we take. We don't spend time going to doctor's visits and the time that you lose during your day commuting and driving to the doctor's visit, the time spent in the doctor's office, the cost for the doctor's consultation or guidance, and then the cost of the prescriptions, the cost of the insurance on that. We don't pay for any of those things. So that is the downstream cost that most people are making when they try to shortcut the upstream decision-making. And the fundamental thing to remember is that many of the disease models and many of the things that people are suffering with, with their health, are lifestyle and diet related. There are some genetic anomalies, but most things that people have prescriptions for are lifestyle and diet related. So basically what happens is they are either unaware of the decision they're making in that moment and the downstream effect, which I'm going to talk about regarding biofeedback and stuff. And there's an episode on that in this podcast series anyway, but 
The other thing to remember is that if you look at something and you think it's too expensive right now, what is the downstream cost to you? And this is just beyond monetary costs with doctor's visits and time commuting, spending fuel in your vehicle and all these different things lost productivity like if you are if you've got terrible digestive problems and you're in the bathroom constantly and you're feeling completely wore out because your ibs is completely kicking off or you're getting crohn's disease or something your productivity is going to really suffer for it and that's going to affect your quality of life your energy levels your mood what is the cost of that that's what you've got to ask yourself like if you're suffering and you feeling like you're spinning your wheels what is the cost of that of avoiding making early on commitments that might feel more painful to then have some delayed magnified suffering down the line most people operate from this place most people and part of the reason to understand why this is the case is that the brain is trying to find dopamine shortcuts. Your brain is such an amazing creation, but it wants to shortcut everything. It wants to embed things into your subconscious mind so you don't have to actively think about things. Think about a lot of the things that we do on a day-to-day basis, whether it's driving from to and from the gym or to and from work. We don't really think about it. It's all in our subconscious patterning. Our brain is trying to find dopamine shortcuts for everything. It's trying to find shortcuts, period, in terms of reducing down cognitive workload. And so if we're trying to think about, okay, do I need to eat this healthy salad versus this box of donuts? Your brain is like, well, what's going to make me feel better right now? What's going to reduce this emotional angst and suffering right now? The thing that's going to create the largest dopamine spike in that moment, the processed sugars, the junk food. The things that people gravitate towards unknowingly, don't not recognizing that their mind is looking for those shortcuts. If you at least understand that you're not broken and that your brain is just trying to find the fastest route to the destination, it's kind of like when you plug in Google Maps and Google Maps is trying to find the, the most direct route, but sometimes that route might have more traffic and it's going to actually take you longer, even though it's less distance between you and that destination. Your brain's kind of the same, where it's not always going to take you on the best route it's just going to look for the most direct fastest one and so sometimes you need to understand that and that comes down to this concept of practicing delayed gratification they actually did some research on children where they put i believe it was either marshmallow or a cookie in a room and they left the kids in the room and they watched to see how long the the child would sit there because they said don't eat this this piece of food you just have to sit there and they would watch to see how long the child would actually sit there and, and hold out and not consume it and they found that the ones that held out the longest practiced more delayed gratification later in life and tended to have better results across the board in their life now it's not to say that your childhood programming is going to directly impact how you are as an adult you have the ability to reprogram how you think but the caveat here is to at least understand these premise to understand what i'm saying here that when you are wanting to skip things now because of some short-term cost that you think is an issue or it seems to be the harder path to take it's because your brain's trying to find the shortcut to give you the biggest neurotransmitter hit you can to reduce your emotional suffering 
And if you can understand that and know that that is not actually going to get you the result that you want and that you can re-pattern and reprogram how you think, you can step back and go, ah, here's my brain trying to look for a shortcut. I need to practice delayed gratification because until I start doing that, I'm not going to get more proficient at it. I'm not going to get better at it. It's like a muscle. You don't train it, it's going to atrophy. Most people never train this muscle. They do everything impulsively and emotionally. They have a hard day at work and they go home and they just eat junk because they are looking for that shortcut dopamine hit. You have to understand that until you start to break that pattern, nothing's going to change. And then you want to recognize that that short-term decision that might feel good in the moment has a net downstream effect that maybe is very undesirable for you. And so people who are eating poorly in the moment, shortcutting, skipping things, not working out, making up stories and excuses as to why they can't do things, constantly putting things off they know they should be doing – you, there's, a, there's a downstream effect that you are suffering through that maybe you're aware of or you're not. You're just, it's basically the lack of results in your life. If you're missing things in your life and you don't have the physical result you want or you don't have the financial result or you don't have the emotional or relationship result you want, it's because you are trading something off upstream and you need to start recognizing that and break that pattern. Now, one of the ways that I've been able to break that pattern around instant gratification is anchoring the harder path back to something that you value. And so every time I think about, okay, it could be really easy for me right now to eat this crappy food, but what type of effect is it going to have on my energy levels? Is it going to give me brain fog? Am I going to get digestive issues and then not sleep well? And I'll wake up the next day feeling really sluggish and lethargic. And as a father, as a husband, as an entrepreneur, I cannot afford to do that. That's like currency to me. And that trade-off is not worth it. Because when I eat well, I have so much more mental clarity. I think more clearly. I get things done faster. My mood is better. I have more energy to play with Zia. I have more energy to help and interact and support Lauren with everything that she's doing. And that stuff's important to me. And so I anchor it back into that. And if you have a dream, if you have an entrepreneurial dream, if you're trying to achieve better health, better energy levels, if you want to have more confidence in the way that you look, you have to anchor it back to things that truly matter to you on a deep level. What's going to move the needle for you? Another thing that can be really powerful is if you know someone who's had cancer or some type of disease and or, and, or you've had that and you know, hey, I cannot stray back to those old habits because many of those old habits were probably contributing factors to my poor health. And I go back to those old patterns and potentially I generate the same result. And that's not negotiable. That is not an option. And so every choice you make, you have to quickly reflect on that. And the reason why I do that is because it's a constant... It's a work in progress. It's like brushing your teeth. You don't just get clean teeth by brushing them once a month and you're done. It's a daily practice. You've got to do it every single day. Otherwise, you get dental decay. Same principle here. If you don't practice this constant awareness around anchoring things back into what you truly value, you will stray the path very easily. 
you can't just meditate on what you value in the morning and then hope that in the evening you're going to be good because something could happen in the middle of the day that completely throws you off course. You need to be constantly recalibrating and reassessing. That's really, really important. And the cost downstream is vast for most people because prices of things, for example, if someone wants coaching and they come and then they hear the the upfront quote unquote cost and in their mind it's too much, they come back later on, the price has gone up because the value increases over time. Your skills increase. My skills increase with the ability to coach someone. My knowledge increases. My demand goes up and therefore my prices go up. And they come back later on and the price has gone up again. They go away thinking that I'll come back when I can afford it again. And that cycle just repeats itself. It's like a rinse and repeat and you never actually break through or get anywhere because you're constantly missing the boat. How many boats have you missed in your life? You've got to start recognizing that you will never have all the variables factored in. You'll never have a 100% fail-proof decision analysis assessment ready at your disposal. You have to understand that there's going to be variables that you don't know if it will or will not work out. But you have to bridge that gap with faith and knowing that you can cultivate the skills to figure things out. That's really important. And also to remember this, and I say this often, is that the longer you delay things up front, the less of your life you spend with the result that you want. And so if you are 30 or 40 or 50 and you keep putting things off, you're going to get to the point where you only have that result for five years at the end of your life, if you even get it. And what is the point in that when you could have it for the majority of your life if you just bite the bullet and make the upfront costs now, whether it's a monetary cost, a disciplinary cost, a commitment, uh, a program, whatever it looks like, you have to be willing to see that not as a cost, but as an investment into those downstream results. That's how you frame it. I frame it from a point of an investment into the 2.0 version of myself. When people see it as a cost, it's something that they are losing. It's a loss. That mentality is what keeps people stuck and avoiding doing the work now, paying the greater cost downstream. Can you see the pattern here? And you can probably identify it in your own life in many areas. And and you can probably see it in other people's lives too. And you've got to recognize that the beauty of all of this is this is stuff that you can change. And Remember, like I was saying, you've got to take a leap. You've got to just take the action. You've got to tie it back into things that you value and things that matter to you and stop making so many excuses and stop delaying things so much. The things that you are delaying the most are typically the things you should be doing right now without 100% certainty about the outcome. Because you will never have 100% certainty. Anything that's worth achieving in life, you will never have 100% guaranteed certainty. You have to just take the leap. And the key is knowing that you have the ability to reprogram your gratification mechanisms. You have the ability to reprogram how you think and see challenges. You have the ability to cultivate skills around things that you might not be good at right now. So you might not be good with working out. You might not be good with discipline around food. You might not be good with preparing vegan meals. You might not be good with your finances. You might not be good with public speaking. You might not be good with an array of things. 
all of those things you can cultivate skills to improve on, but you've got to be willing to pay that cost now. That's the thing. There's a cost at some point in your life along your journey. Where is it? I see the people in our life and they will make comments about the the food we consume, yet they're the ones that are spending hundreds of dollars on prescription drugs, suffering through diseases, doctor's visits, you name it. And I'm like, that is not a cost that I'm willing to make. That cost is immense to me. You're paying a cost somewhere. And sometimes you've got to be hard on yourself and assess that and look at that and be like, you know what? I've got to stop making excuses and I've got to stop delaying things and think, oh, I can't afford that coaching right now because it costs too much. What's the downstream cost for you? What's the downstream cost for you thus far? And what's it going to look like in five years from now if you don't change anything? That's most people. And I say to you, and I will leave you with this, most people perform at average levels and that's why they have average results. The average person performs at an average level and that's why they have average results. Hence, that's why they're average people. Nothing wrong with being that way if you're happy with the result that you have. But if you're not happy with it, something has got to change. So start to think about what what are the prime drivers in your life that you want to improve and anchor your things that you must be doing right now back into those prime drivers, whether it's taking action, signing up for a program, doing the hard things that you've been delaying because you keep making excuses and putting it off, anchor it back into that now, recognizing you will expedite your result, you will improve your productivity, your quality of life will improve, there will be less trial and error and therefore suffering in your life. Don't you want that? This has been a mindset episode today because most of season two thus far has been very intangible, nutritional, technical perspectives. But none of that matters if you do not understand that mindset drives the ship. You can have all the technical stuff in the world. You can have all the to-dos regarding nutrition and training you want in the world. But if your mind is not in the right place and you are delaying things and costing things downstream, you will not implement anything that I've said in previous podcasts. That's why this matters. That is the captain steering the ship. So think about that today. Take action on some of these things. What is the cost later on if you do not do the damn thing that you should be doing today? So whether it's emailing me finally and reaching out and saying, hey, I'm ready to get some coaching and expedite this result, reduce my learning curve, have the result for a longer period in my life, reduce doctor's visits, pharmaceuticals, improve my energy levels, you name it, that's what you've got to do. So get out there, let's talk, or make things happen for yourself this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Veg Up Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes go live. Please leave us a review and share this on social media. Tag me. Let me know what helped you. Let me know what you want to hear more of. Let's get this information out to the world. Help me do that. And be sure to email us over at Fraser at EvolvingAlpha.com for coaching options and mentorship. Because if you want growth, it begins here, my friend.